1: And this is another camp report, camp report for July the 28th, 2023, or day three of camp or the total annihilation of the Miami Dolphins offense by the Miami Dolphins front seven today, which everybody is writing about. I'm afraid I Jacob. Michelle is with me. He's been with me at camp. He will be with me at camp going forward until Ethan decides to get off of a, a whatever boat he's on right now. But I guess I'll go through my, my notes and then we'll we'll get a little banter going and then we'll take on we'll bring on some some questions from our OnlyFans patrons who are waiting in the wings. Alright, first of all, bad weather today. It was awful. It was awful coming in. Uh parking lot was flooded. Although they were saying, you know, you, you could go through the the players' parking lot if you want on the way out, but I, I found it completely unnecessary. And I just went through that area that was supposed to be flooded. You know, some of us in the media are just complete babies. Like, you know, just drive through there. You know, we're not. It's not. It's not. You know, the the, the seventh seal of hell didn't break. Okay, it's just. It's a little water. All right. It's like four or five inches. Just drive through the fucking thing. Anyway, bad weather, so we're inside. And they stretch inside and they're going to practice inside Uh, Bradley Chubb in orange. So he has the orange jersey today. Very vocal guy today. Uh, They get into some indie drills. They do their warm-up. And then I proceed to watch Butch Barry work with the offensive line. He's uh, very different from Applebaum last year. Applebaum was a little bit more laid back. Butch Barry's a little bit more boisterous, loud. Uh, Got into it with Robert Jones a little bit uh this is special teams work uh wilkins looks slimmer looks great he always looks like this in in camp uh he really really takes care of his body uh as far as diet and you know he's 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 poised to have a big year and i think he knows that the nfl for whatever reason doesn't care how good you are as a defensive tackle as long as you get sack numbers and if you could get 10 12 sacks It automatically means, oh, you're a $100 million guy because nobody cares about anything else, unfortunately. Uh, James Tunstall, really good-looking tackle, long, lean, good feet, no wasted weight, Uh, interested to see him going forward. Uh, Tua throws some option routes to the backs, working on throwing through lanes. Elijah Higgins, uh, my note right here, wins the Best Body Award. He's put together. He looks like a million bucks. Uh, now we want to see it translate into actual good play. Uh, one-on-ones, uh, Waddle leaves Noah Benogany on the first play, beats him pretty badly. Uh, Noah, great play on a quick out to Barrios. To Barrios. Tua overthrows Tyreek one-on-one, had X beat. Tua with a strike to Cedric Wilson on a post. McKinley in coverage. Elijah Campbell, great coverage on in the slot, one-on-one versus Craycraft. Uh, And then uh, the play of the practice, and I wrote, whoa, absolute dime to Waddle from Tua on a go. It's a catch in the end zone. No, Keita Kohu gets his hands on it and breaks it up. Great play by all involved, really, except Waddle. Waddle didn't come down with it, but he did get two hands on it. Keita Kohu broke it up. Spectacular play by Kohu. Even better throw by Tua, I felt. Uh, Kerikoho makes everybody know and tells everybody about it. Armstead and Wynn running sprints on the sideline. So we're close on those two. 11 on 11. Jeff Wilson goes nowhere. Nifty misdirection play. Tua pass to Wilson. Drop. Skyler checks down on a play where Tyreek was streaking toward the post. Open. Uh, completely missed him. Tua deep to Waddle on a 45 yard post. Xavier Howard tackles. Jalen Waddell, you could call that one P.I., pass interference, 45-yard penalty in my opinion. Perfect pass. Pass was there. Uh, Bradley Chubb, really sound in technique in the run game. Devon Chang finds a little room inside. I would have liked to see him a little bit more decisive. Uh, AVG, great fill on an inside run. Very nice rep. I think it was the best rep from the linebackers today. Two-by-one rush on Austin Jackson. Baker gets home on the inside on Tua. AJ tried blocking both guys. Please block Baker inside. I wrote, please block block the inside guy for fuck's sake. Don't try to block both guys. The best-case scenario there is that he pulls down one of those guys and you get a 10-yard penalty for holding. Uh, the worst-case scenario is what happened. Baker got in on Tua, disrupted the pass. Skyler's ball placement all day today was absolute garbage. Not good. Okay, Vic Fangio chopping it up with Tua between the plays. Fangio calling coverages, doing a number on Skyler and Mike White. Tua is battling, making a few plays, getting some chunk yardage, but overall, not too much success against Vic Fangio's defense. Tua misses a crosser, but a great read against a pretty tricky coverage. Uh, They try to induce him to throw to the field side. And had he thrown blind to the field side, a slant, he would have been throwing it right at Bradley Chubb, who had dropped into coverage. Very, very smart and nifty coverage. Nice play call by Vic Fangio. Even better read by Tua Valoa. He just missed the crosser. Um, Had he hit the crosser, would have been the play of the practice. Uh, Good rush, Wilkins and Sealer. the kick-ass machine gets going, sack. Uh, It happened like 12 times. Skyler has not made a good throw today, I write. He was really, really bad. Uh, Borderline embarrassing. Uh, Vic Fangio has a little red flag in his pocket. He throws it every once in a while. He throws it to call sacks and penalties. Starting to get a little competitive out there. Um, I wrote, take that, sonny boy. Field goal work. Jason Sanders, pretty sharp. 11-on-11 again. Skyler in. Toss to Gaskins. Finds a little room. Skyler can't place a ball unless he walked it up to the wide receiver, I wrote. Um, He was extremely bad today. Skyler Thompson. It was his worst practice as a dolphin, I would say. All he needed to cap it off was to throw three or four picks. Uh, Tua in. Uh, Wilson finds a little room to run. Chubb starts talking. Never seen an offense chirp after two yards. By the way, in the postgame presser, uh, Omar asked Chubb, for the record, that wasn't two yards, and then Bradley Chubb responded to him. What was it, one and a half? Uh, Wilkins gets a sack on Tua. Make sure to tell the entire offense, shut that shit down, motherfucker. Uh, Defense is destroying the offense today, I write. Okay, Mike White throws behind Robbie Chosen. He had him open, incomplete. Elijah Campbell on a pass breakup to Julian Hill. Mike White, good pass. Even better play by Elijah Campbell. He flashed today. Uh, I write, they can't block Zach Sealer. Okay, Ingle gets into it with Zach Sealer. He says something to him. Wilkins tells the offense, he is killing you. Fuck that, fuck that. I don't know what he means. Wilkins, uh, again, says toward the end of practice, me again, motherfucker. And then one of the last plays in practice, a screen pops for Raheem Mostert. Would have been a huge game practice over uh they had a few reps uh, away from the media that we did not we weren't privy to all right Jacob you took in practice along with me uh your thoughts and observations
0: well I just want to start by saying you reenacted that trash talking pretty well (laughs) um you know (laughs) um yeah I mean you you pretty much got covered everything I think to paint a little bit better of a picture of the wilkins trash talking you see him you know you see him mic'd up um a lot of the times during during game days and stuff and he's reciting his you know his his musicals he likes to do he, he talks like some trash but but today you know i saw a different side of him he he was he was really really talking like not nice like not nice not nice to talk um it wasn't like even like directed at it, really anyone. He was just like whoever was in his sight. He was talk like talking trash to. Well, I so can, I can interject that. Like Liam Eikenberg was yeah. having a
1: bitch of a time with with Christian Wilkins, and Christian right. Wilkins. You kept hoping that Liam Eikenberg would give it back to Christian Wilkins, but it never materialized. Really. Right,
0: um, and then and then um, Zach Sealer. I mean, I I thought. You know, Christian Wilkins. You mentioned had a, had a great day, and we'll go. We'll get. We'll get to uh, practice player of the day and everything. But um, but yeah, I thought uh, Zach Sealer had 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 the had a day for sure. Um, but yeah, I guess everything else, Alfie, you, pr- you pretty much covered. Yeah, pra- practice player of the
1: day. You know, yesterday we had what? Bra- you had Braxton Berrios? To... I change it from Kohu, and you know, yeah, you know, today, you know, Kohu had a great play, but how do you not give it to
0: Christian Wilkins today?
1: Like yeah, he wrecked, you, he wrecked practice.
0: <laughs> he did. I mean, the like you said at the beginning, the whole defensive line just kind of just bullied him, and you know, it, it, it like you it, you have to give credit also to the to the defensive backs. I mean, you know, Ramsey goes down and. And they come out. You got Campbell. You got uh, Kohu. You got Cam Smith, who hasn't really, you know, made a made made any really big mistakes that I've seen so far in camp. He's as advertised, um, from what I've seen. Um, and you know, he's kind of like he kind of has that Sauce gardener grabbing of the of the of the yes, uh, very grabby. You know, he he's very grabby. He has that Sauce gardener vibe to him a little bit. But um, you got Kobe, you got Campbell. Let me know if I'm missing any. But you know, they they were good well, the most them, obvious maybe. one. Omar Kelly kind of let the the cat out of
1: the bag. Noegbenagani started opposite of Xavier Howard today, <laughs> so made a couple. Yeah, of plays. and
0: and besides besides that one uh, on you know on the one v one drills where he got absolutely burnt. Yes. Um, <laughs> he you know, you he, he didn't hear his name as uh, much going forward, which is a good thing for cornerbacks. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd say, like, yes, the interior pressure did get to Tua. It did that get to Skylar, and it did get to Mike White. Um, but you got to give credit to the secondary um, who are guarding guys like like freaking Tyreek Hill. And, obviously, Xavier Howard did tackle. Jalen Waddell it was kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. on that one <laughs> yeah. deep route. Um, but. You know, I, I feel like for the offensive, state, uh, for, on the offensive side, it was either the the quarterbacks couldn't find anyone open, and it was a covered sack, or the defensive line just absolutely manhandled, and then like they just rolled out of the pocket, or the third option where they throw to a guy and he gets either held or or pass interference or there's pass interference on the play or there's some sort of flag. I, that that's why there wasn't much, you know, there wasn't really much to talk about on the offensive side of the ball today. Really? Yeah. That, there wasn't really
1: much to talk about at all on the offensive side of the ball. Right now they were operating. And I know everybody's like on these 12 sacks and like, Oh my God, you know, like, like what's going on. You know, they weren't calling pro- they didn't have protections. Okay. So they weren't keeping backs in. They weren't keeping tight ends and they were sending everybody out into, into patterns. And, you know, so they were using five to block five most of the day because because uh, Fangio was calling a lot of five man pressures and even some six man uh, blitzes, and you know if you have a, a defensive line running a bunch of five man pressures, and they're doing stunts and tricky blitzes, and they have all these these nifty coverages that are hard to diagnose. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
0: And if you love the Filet-O-Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Yeah, Skylar Thompson is going to look like crap. And Mike White is also going to look like crap. And, Ty- and Tua Valo is going to struggle a bit because they're not keeping any backs in. It's five on five. They couldn't block that defensive line 5-on-5, five five, and they would never block that defensive line 5-on-5. Five five. Uh, all right, guys, if you guys want to ask questions, you could get into the queue and you raise your hand, and I could bring you up here. Um, we'll vamp a little bit uh, until that happens. Uh, another thing I, I kind of observed today, which was, you know, interesting, at least it was interesting to me, the changes that they've gone under in in these practices. Why are they doing one on ones again? Um, you know, this is something they because didn't it looks do. Cool. I guess I guess so, right? It, it it's something they never did last year. They only did it against Tampa Bay, and that was because it was in Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay was running those practices, right? So mm-hmm. they that's something they never did last year. They're doing that now. They're doing seven on seven now, which they didn't do last year. You know, I just don't see the value in one-on-ones. Like, you know, it's 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 essentially going to be just Waddle and and Tyreek Hill just smoking everybody over and over and over again. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I don't see the value in it, you know. Um, I, I would prefer if they went back to more what they did last year, which was a lot of 11-on-11 11 11 going live at 100%. All right, we got a couple mm-hmm. in here in the queue that we could bring on. I want to bring on, all right, all right, you're on, your name, and your socials, you got to unmute yourself, hey, Alf, hey, so, former Sun Sentinel uh, columnist who not, shall not be named, said yesterday, Tyreek doesn't look like Tyreek, do you feel that way, I mean, I see, we're not seeing him destroy everybody, but do we actually need to? Uh, I don't think we need to see him destroy people. But as far as he doesn't look like Tyreek, he's a little thinner. I think he lost five pounds and gave him to to Jalen Waddle. Like his <laughs> body does look a little bit different, but he's Tyreek Kill. Like he's a pro. Like all you gotta do is look at his entire career. I'm not like okay. there's same no re-
0: speed, same same skill set.
1: Yeah, like he's a blazer. Like he's fast. Okay, and okay. And, and he's gonna be good. You know, I don't, you know, I'm I'm not worried in the least, but it's also camp, you know, it's, you know, last yeah. year, maybe he was a little bit more geared up for camp last year. Now it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit more monotonous. You know, it's not something that he wants to, you know, necessarily, you know, go yeah. 100%. I don't know, uh, Jacob, do you have an observation on what Tyreek Hill looks like or doesn't
0: look like this year? I think one, one part of, you know, one place stood out to me where he basically... Um, you know, the defense is always, you know, looking at him, you know, he they're like, okay, this is our first priority. So he's running a go route. Um, he tries to get behind the safety. And I think he might have, a lot of the beat guys next year are saying that he, they, Tua probably had him. Or no, it was Skyler. Skyler probably had him and he didn't th- end up throwing the ball. But, you know, I saw him just like dart down the field. I'm like, oh, that's Tyree Kill. Like you could obviously see it, it was. In terms of like, he's not the same Tyree Kill. So hard to say because, um, you know, I, I'd say, yeah, he he he's had a couple of like um uncharacteristic drops so far this camp, you mm-hmm. know, as did as does the whole receiving room, you know, it seems to be like a reoccurring problem. But you know, last training camp, you see like you see like the reports, like, oh, he's dominating every play. I mean, yeah, well, the offense ha- this this time, this go around, granted, it's day three of training camp. Um, you know, when the fans start coming out, you know, that's kind of where Tyreek Hill is going to start showing, showing out, you know, it's, mm-hmm. um, he lo- he loves performing in front of the fans. So I think once the fans start coming out to the practices, then he might, you know, tur- he might uh, take off the training wheels a little bit, per se. All right. Uh, your name and your socials. You guys, okay, perfect. Yes, my name is Finn's Mechanic.
1: Social is None of your business. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do have a question. I'm always going to ask about the O-line. Um, I know you mentioned Liam struggled with C- uh, with Christian Wilkins. Um, were there any other guys
0: that, re- be- besides Austin as well, were any other guys like Connor, Lamb, or even Robert Hunt, were, did they struggle a lot? Was it a collective? All of them were struggling, or the most was those two main guys which is austin, uh austin and uh liam
1: i think all of them were asked to do way too much for this practice and none of them were up to the task i will say this Connor williams and Raquan davis it's uh it's world war three every single practice with those two uh they're always going to battle and it's always going to be fun to watch those two guys even when they're not in pads all right so you know as far as the offensive line yeah it was it, was, it wasn't good it, it wasn't good today um uh, Did they have a couple of runs that they blocked correctly? Yeah, they had a couple of plays that they blocked correctly. But other than that, yeah, the offensive line was taken to the woodshed today. All across the board, all units. It didn't matter who it was, really. Uh, There was no standout in in any of the units. But, again, like I said, you know, it's five on five. You're trying to block five. Like, that's not going to work, man. You know? Jacob, uh, you got an observation on the offensive line because it just
0: didn't look good, right? Yeah. I, I mean, me like when when Armstead is in versus when he's out it's like night and day, right? Yeah. He's like the veteran captain of this offensive line. When he's out, obviously they're gonna struggle. They don't have any leadership on that offensive line really when he's not on the field. So I mean, the young guys, you know, they're they're trying their best, but, but you know, like. <laughs> Like like Alf said before, like the Fangio defense is obviously confusing the offensive line a lot. So um, yeah, I think once the season starts and Armstead starts playing, I think you'll you won't see the like the you know the struggles as much. But um, yeah, I do think that the offensive line does have a lot of work to do. All right, uh, your name and your socials. I'm calling you up here. All right. Hey guys, uh, mm-hmm. how tight ends looking?
1: Uh, great question. Uh, I mentioned it in my in my notes. Elijah Higgins, man, he looks the part, man. Like now, all that's left is he actually he has to actually play good football, right? Um, we were we were sitting in that in our little perch watching the the offense, and I was remarking to a couple of the guys, Kyle Cribbs, by the way, of Locked On Dolphins, who was standing right next to me. I was wondering aloud. You know, is Durham-Smythe too slow to be playing in 11 personnel? And maybe Saubert is the guy that's going to play in 11 personnel. Julian Hill had a few reps that were noticeable. Um, It's not a bad group, but I'm wondering who's going to play where because we just don't know that yet. I think when the pads come on, they're going to have some ideas of, you know, which guys are going to play where. Um, I'm worried if I'm going to be worried about anything on on that unit is, in eleven personnel, Durham Smythe is he just too slow to be the inline tight end, in eleven personnel? That's the only thing I'm I'm actually worried about. Uh, Jacob, uh, what did you see on the offense? I mean, on the
0: on the tight ends, anybody stand out to you? I mean, like you mentioned uh, uh, Smythe, like I I kind of forgot about him. Honestly, he hasn't his name hasn't been mentioned very much. Um, not that I like forgot about him as the player per se, but, um, I guess I have a question for Alf. Do you think Elijah Higgins has a chance to make the 53 man? Absolutely. Uh, because Mm -hmm. namely because he's
1: the guy who's, who's going to replace Tanner Connor. And I, you know, we were, we were speculating today on this and you heard all the speculation. I think that Tanner Connor might be the guy that they, they try to stash for, for the entire year. You know, they already invested one year in, in him. Why not invest two? But I thought it was ominous that the head coach in the first practice when asked, rate these guys as far as who's coming back the soonest, he said, Armstead and Win first. And that's obvious to see once you get to practice and you watch them. Both guys are sprinting full speed on the side. So they're trying to work up a lather. They're ready, to, they're ready to play. It's just a matter of time for those two guys. And then he said Nick Needham. And Nick Needham's a guy that I kind of expect for week five maybe in the regular season. So when the hell is Tanner Connor going to play? That suggests to me that Tanner Connor is probably on the pay-no-mind list and probably either going to get cut or stashed for another year. All right, last one. Uh, Your name and your socials.
0: Hi, uh, yes, uh, Scuba Pags here. Uh, Scuba underscore Pags on Twitter. Dolphin 428 Feel free to stalk me. Uh, So my question is uh, obviously a rough day for the offensive line, Um, but – in your estimation, um was it more mental or physical in terms of the problems today well
1: austin jackson's issues seem to be mental, and it's just it's dumb stuff, like man, I always take the guy closest to to the quarterback, don't try to block two guys that's just stupid and the interior guys it was more physical, I think because Kristen Wilkins and Zach Sealer just decided to wreck practice, and it was almost it was almost instantaneous when both of them started getting going and then nobody could block anybody. It was just a free for all, you know? Uh, so it was a combination of all of it really, you know, but I'm uh, interested to uh, see pads. Once they put on pads, maybe things change a little bit because maybe the, the defense was abusing the, the offense a little bit with their advantage that they had built in into what
0: they were calling today. A little bit of everything. Love it. Um, and then my, uh, my next question is, uh, How's Deshaun Elliott looking out there?
1: Playing mostly off the hash, so it's not much to to talk about. I did see him in one one one-on-ones and my god, he got smoked on one on one play, but good god, why do you have a safety covering a wide receiver? I believe it was Eric Azukama that he was covering. You know, uh I guess we could end here. Uh, Jacob, your final thoughts or if you want to add anything to what you saw with the offensive line, go ahead.
0: Uh yeah, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Um, I mean, a lot of people like I saw this one tweet. Uh, I I forget what analyst, but they're like, oh, like the Dolphins have their 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 secondary unit has plummeted to eleventh in the NFL after the Ram after Ramsey goes down. I think after what we saw today, um, you know, as long as, you know, God forbid the you know, some of the other DBs don't go down in training camp and we have in the, in Miami starts the season, you know, relative, like relatively healthy in the secondary. I do see, I, I am optimistic, um, about how the dolphins could have the next man up mentality and, you know, have, have, uh, certain, uh, certain pieces in their, in their secondary unit shine and sort of in place of Jalen Ramsey. And then hopefully if the dolphins get him back, um, later in the season, you know, it could be a big boost. But I, I, think, I think after everyone saw the news last night, you know, everyone was really down and, you know, it's like, Oh, just the dolphins just lost the, you know, the best corner of the NFL. Um, They they do have reinforcements, and Cam Smith proved that today. Kater Kohu continues to prove that. And when when the fan when you got when y'all if y'all are able to get out during uh, training camps, see that the secondary unit, um, you know, can can really uh, can really shine in place and 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 sort of utilize the next man up mentality for sure.
1: All right, and we're going to call it right there. As far as practice, there is no practice on Saturday the 29th, but they do get back at it on Sunday, and I'll be out there. I'm pretty sure Jacob might be out there as well. If not, you do get these camp reports every single day that there is practice. But till then.
0: Thanks for listening to 3 Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider.